Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Well, if you thought last episode, Cal, was a bit of a, a downer at the end. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Go on, then. This whole episode pretty much is going to be bereft of recognisable characters. Uh, are you sure about that? Uh, I think we might get a real juicy morsel at the end, but we've got, we've got, we've got a while of just shit. <laughs> so I think we should just try, try and get through it together. I, th- I think it's a good idea. All right, let's go. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, here we are. The weather's yeah, back, we Cal. The weather, good weather. The, like, good weather, the, the, the temperature's finally starting to drop. Yeah. Like, the, it's it's the, a comfortable sort of like, I don't know, 17 degrees in the day. There's water. Water exists again. Exactly. Back in, that's good. Back in the mix. Yeah. No, it's I mean, not just salty water from my own back. No. Now, now you can add that salty water to the, the fresh rainwater yeah, it's great it's a refreshing time and it everyone's whinging about it which makes it even better <laughs> all right i'm still going out in flip-flops and yeah, love exactly. it just like brilliant get my feet wet yeah actually flip-flop now as well that's when they're wet they flip-flop better yeah they're more like slap slips i never flip slaps. like the flop i'll accept but like the flip part they never flip if they flip it's gone wrong well i don't they don't physically flip but i think it's more of a sound thing like the flop yeah i mean i don't know slap flops yeah, I think slap flops probably better. I'm going to try and bring that in, slap flops into the yeah slap flops. It just, just makes me think of uh, flip pops. Yeah, but then but then when people go chubba like, "Oh, you flippy floppies," like that sort of works. If you go, "Oh, you slappy floppies," that sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing oh, at all. Oh, you slappy floppies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, uh, I think we should probably jump straight in because I think we're going to have quite a juicy morsel towards the end of this one. Just looking at our list, I um, think some of these are going to be great, though. But I, I, I think I'm going to enjoy these next two cartoons. But at the same time, like, are you looking forward to this first one with beloved Looney Tunes character Squirrel? <laughs> um, yes, I am looking forward to this episode. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic because you know, because it's got a banging title. <laughs> it, the, the, the title alone is enough. Like the 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 adolescent child in me is giggling away at that, he, and the adolescent child in Cal is giggling away at much ado about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Starring Squirrel <laughs> from May twenty third, nineteen fifty three. Let's give it a look at it with our eyes. All right. Coconut, then best character. Yeah, I, like he definitely wasn't even named as a character. Yeah, like we, wait, it's Wikipedia. We can ed- edit it. We can put coconut in. Can we? Yeah, let's do that. How do we? Bit. How do we do this? Uh, I don't to, know how to edit. It's all right. I'll show you in a bit. We'll okay. put coconut in. We, right. So, so coconut's rectif- going to be a named character. Yeah, we're going to rectify this. If squirrel gets in, yes, coconut's co- getting co- in. Coconut. Are we going to co- give him the first name? Well, the, if if you. On the episode, they were actually um, hyphenated out. It was Coco Nut. Oh, so it's Coco Nut. Yeah. I kind of want to give him two T's as well. Yeah, no, that seems fair. Like so, I mean, like, it, it starts out with Squirrel in a very sort of Dover Boys-esque uh, fashion. Yeah, it's that sort of, like, kind of 
kind of sort of abstract, swirly, like, yeah. kind of European looking. It's yes, very European. Yeah. If you haven't watched the Dover Boys, by the way. It Do was, watch the Dover Boys. It was another one of these cartoons that wasn't uh, connected to the sort of overall, like the vibe of the Looney Tunes. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's just there. One-off. It's called the Dover Boys at Pimento University or the Rivals of Rockfort Hall. And it's so good. It's like... <laughs> It's it's really funny and it just I don't know it feels very modern. It it goes up as one of my kind of um, all time favorite episodes. It's very avant garde. Yeah, like, oh. it feels very modern. It feels very uh, it feels very Cartoon Network sort of era. Yes, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like just, Ed it's and just, Eddie. It's just really weird. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So do that. Do that if you haven't watched it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely great. fantastic. But yeah, the it, basically Squirrel is he sees a nut stall. From out of uh, his tree house, I assume. Um, and he's like, right, I'm, I'm going to go down there and have a look. He doesn't talk at any point, by the way. No. Um, I'm just, you know, speaking his internal monologue. Yeah, you're speaking uh, for Squirrel. Like, he he runs out, runs across the road, almost gets knocked over, and I'm quite terrified at this point. Um, I think, again, is his internal monologue. Yeah. Um, How long are you going to do this? I don't know. It's hard to know, really. I think it's going to be longer than the six minutes and 51 that the episode took if you carry on the way. Potentially. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try and cut it a bit short. He basically gets across the road. He starts collecting up all of these roasted peanuts, thinking, right, these are the ones I'm going to want. And then looks, sees walnuts and goes, right, scrap these. Walnut time. Sitting on the walnuts, giving it what fell. And then he looks up <laughs> and he sees Brazil nuts. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll like me some of them Brazil nuts. And me... Carl Noble constantly thinking, I don't know how he's going to get into any of them. But, you know, that comes up very quickly when he sees cocoa nuts. Yeah. And he's like, right, I'm going to have one of them. And he does. And the whole episode's him trying to crack this coconut. At this point, we know that the squirrel's craving for nuts is completely based in the lexicon. It's it's the word nut. Yeah. That, that'll get him. Like, yeah, he's, wh- like, if you sell, try the, to sell him wind the bigger nuts, it is. He'll, he'll try and snaffle them yeah. down. Like, the bigger, the bigger the nut, the better. Yeah. Uh, so he's got a coconut, and most of the episode involves him trying to get into this coconut. This coconut's not breaking for anything. And this squirrel is mighty. Yeah. Like, it's some serious mantles, yeah. we see. Like, and then he, he smashes it so hard with a rock that the rock breaks in half. So, yeah. you know, he's not a weak squirrel. He, 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 he breaks um, like, an, like, like an airbreaker, you know, like, like, the, yeah. old, like the road ones. Yeah, yeah. He, he manages to smash one of those to bits trying to break into he this rock. He drops it off the Empire State Building. Yeah during which he takes it all the way up the stairs. There's lifts. There's lifts in the Empire State Building. Yep. There were lifts in the Empire State Building in 1953. Yes. That's when we are, isn't it? It is, There's yeah. There's lifts in the Empire State Building now. But not necessarily in the Tooniverse, though. I mean, have we seen... There's been lifts, though. Yeah, there's been lifts, but not necessarily in that building. And um, maybe he can't reach the buttons. Fucking laissez-faire monkey mayor. Yeah. Oversights. Oversights. <laughs> but yeah, basically he carries Oversights it all the way spends. all the way up the top, all the way up those stairs, chucks it off the telescope, oddly. Um, it falls, it gathers weight yeah. on the way down. And it crushes as, an entire section of the road. Yeah, it just smashes in, but it doesn't break it basically just takes out a square section and yeah. just hammers that down and down and down. So he decides to sack it off. He's like, no, nah, this ain't worth it. So he takes it back to the shop, which is I think very kind of him. Yeah. Um Yeah, pop, I like I, li- I did like that. Pops it's it like, on top of what? the yeah, carry on. I, do you know what? Like, I'm not getting what I want out of this. There is no reason for me to have deprived the store owner yeah, of this coconut. I'll take it Exactly, back. I'll take it back. So he takes it back, puts it right at the top of the pile, jumps back down, and then the coconut rolls down the um, down the hill of coconuts, yeah. falls on the floor, and cracks. He opens it up. Another coconut. Another coconut. Winks at him. Well, he winks at, the coconut winks at us because Squirrel's passed out, mate. Oh, that's true. He's like, nah, I'm done. So Woo. we think... And like I, I had suspected the coconut as a character 
quite early on. Yeah, because it was it's all, got it, like a face. It had always been framed with the sort of yeah three divots as a face. Like, yeah, you know when he was trying to blow up a dynamite, he'd sort of built like a teepee of dynamite, and there was a little face peeking out. Yeah, like giving it, it was oh. always dead center and looking at yeah. you. Yeah, and yeah, I mean. The question is, what do we think the coconut is? Like, because we've we've had inanimate objects become mm. sentient through. Well, actually, no, we haven't. We've had non sentient, uh, non super sentient creatures yeah. become super sentient through moments of stress. Yeah. Inanimate objects, we've sort of had that, but we've never had them develop a face. We've never had them develop a face. No, I mean, other than Any like sort of clocks that already, already have a face, but. I think, did it develop a face, or are we doing that human thing where we see faces? Yeah, but it winked at us. Did it wink? Or did it move one of its holes? <laughs> I mean, it moved one of its holes. Okay, but well... when you wink, you're moving one of your holes. Yeah, but we know that to be winking because, you know, that's where humans and that's what we do. All we know is that moved one of its holes and we assume it was winking because we inferred a face. It's because, you know, I, I, I didn't know if he was sincere and then he gave me a chinky hole, cheeky hole move. Yeah, <laughs> I knew everything was going to be okay. So what I'm He thinking, moved one of his holes and I knew it was going to be all I'm right. I'm thinking this thing's always been a creature. I think so. But the outer thing is just like a protective layer yeah i thought like bark skin yeah Yeah. it knows it's being attacked in it goes yeah but i'm thinking that because they weren't coconuts they were cocoa nuts and i'm thinking that at least one of them was put there to guard the other nuts like kind of watch them so do you think because i was one other things i was wondering was is it like uh sort of like a coconut egg like the outer layer is protective and then when it's ready it hatches and a coconut pops out. Yeah. Well, the other more harrowing one I thought was that, uh, you know, when a coconut, as we saw at the end, yeah, dies, yeah, it hardens up, and a new coconut grows inside it. Oh, they live, as a living creature, they live in the in the rock hard <coughs> husks of their glorious dead. I mean, that is possible, uh, but what's the milk? I mean, but we we've seen no guarantee that there, there's any of that going. Well, no, that is true because because we know there's milk inside coconuts. Yeah, we don't know there's milk inside coconut nuts. In, inside classic uh, Looney Tunes character coconut. Yeah, exactly. Like of the New Hampshire nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen if somebody tries to drill a hole in them and fill them with rum. I mean, I imagine they're going to come a cropper. It's going to be like all blood and like viscera just drilling out. No, I reckon coconut's going to fuck him up. I mean, to be honest, I don't think you could drill into him. Yeah, because he just harden up. Because I like, I quite like the idea of them just hardening up, uh, and like you just accept you're in peril, and the the problem is only really that you're going to get slightly smaller. Yeah, you just sort of retreat into yourself a, a few mil, like a Russian doll. Yeah, and then made of when, it's, when it's safe, you break out of there. Do you, do you reckon he grows back to a bigger size? I don't know because like I also quite like the idea that, like you know, they're they're sort of uh, coconuts that have really been through the shit are just really small. Like, like Benjamin Buttonhead going like they're the tiny backwards. coconut. You're gonna go look at this warrior. He's been through it. He's been through it. <laughs> he's been in the shit because he's a tiny coconut. Yeah. So I'm quite quite pleased with that. Yeah, no, I like it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole new creature absolutely available and, to a, us. and a whole new classic character yeah and, uh, and to uh, add to wikipedia we could yeah we're gonna have so- to we're gonna have something to. back to the public we're gonna have to matt yeah well i think so that's that's later on we're gonna add coconut and presumably get told that's not allowed yeah you're not allowed to do that although so. we say that if coconut's not allowed i will be annoyed because the characters in the next one are you ready for these classic yeah go on then i'll remember all of these narrator obviously Timid motorist. Yeah, no, I remember timid motorist, yeah. Lady with lipstick. Rings a bell. Hamburger stand owner. 
And the classic character is... No one. No one. Not, not a one. That's it. That's it. That's the whole episode. So if they're allowed to be listed, Coco Nut. Because Coco Nut at least does something. You don't yeah, see that's... the narrator. Yeah, no, that's true. It's, you know, well, you should assume you don't see the narrator. It's going to be brilliant if the narrator's just there. That's more of a presenter. Like a news reporter. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, in their auto be a law from uh, June 6th, 1953, with all those classic characters. <laughs> Looking forward to it, mate. Don't really know what to say about that. It was in the Doveboy style again. It was not the Doveboy style. It seemed to just be kind of like a brief history of uh, cars in yeah. the Tooniverse, and then it focused in the 1950s. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And the advent of highways. Which is, you know, modern motoring to them. Yeah. You know, there was some jabs at Humans, traffic. Though. There were some uh, hilarious jabs at women drivers. Yeah. There were... All, all human, though. All human. Yeah. They were all human. There was, there, there was no animals there. Have we seen... Humans or animals. Animals with cars since the 30s. Mm, I, don't, I mean... Because I'm a porky, porky used to just cut about in a car. But I haven't seen him with a car in a long while. No, I haven't seen him Maybe in a car. Maybe uh, the 40s, but still, like... Yeah. Where, where I'm sure... Like, cars I'm, gone? Daffy had a... Didn't he have, like, some sort of big duck... Mobile. He had a big duckmobile, yeah. That, that, like the penguin from yeah. Batman Returns. Yeah, it was a lot like the penguin from Batman Returns. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just that animals have had cars for longer because ultimately the humans were living on the other side of the demarcation line yeah. uh, in a sort of Wild West sort of a fashion. So maybe the reason it's all humans in this is because they're still excited about yeah, cars. motoring. And uh, that, that all and the animals are just like... A lot of the animals also have other ways of getting around. Like rabbits use rabbit tracks. You yeah, know, ducks that's true. can fly. Porky has the ability to. Well, Porky the Third had the ability to pretty much get to anywhere exceptionally quickly as long as he had something to buy. Yeah, as long as he because he's because <laughs> he was the most uh, capitalist communist yeah. around. So yeah, it's like, I guess so. I guess it's I guess it's just because it's the humans who are who are excited about it. Yeah, because also the roads weren't clogged up uh, when we saw the animals with cars. No, that's true, but humans. Clogged them right up. I'm wondering, actually, if this has uh, given us some insight into uh, the longevity of both humans and animals. Do you think it's like in, um, like, well, actually, in a lot of fantasy things where the humans are sort of seen as a uh, a pest on the earth because they they don't live that long and they breed really quickly? Potentially that that and also like they don't car share. No, one person per car. <laughs> one person per much. car. Yeah, yeah. This is my car, and that'll do. Thank you. Yeah, was there ever a point with two people? Oh, there was a, there was a couple in the traffic jam who were playing cards because they were in the traffic jam. So I'm presuming they were getting in the same car. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or one car was empty and they, like, they were just like, oh, do you want to come to my car for a game yeah, of cards? Yeah, but there was also two guys just car. lamping the shit out of each other I think and, and were... only one empty car. <laughs> well, that's true. So like, at first I thought this was like a traffic dispute. Yeah. But uh, I suddenly realised, no, they're just sick of each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're just, guys, they're just pummel the shit out of each other. No, why not? It's entertaining. Yeah, it's... Fight club. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do this thing. <laughs> one of them was Tyler Lurden. Yeah. Not guaranteed. Well, actually, uh, ne- ne- neither of them and both of them were. Oh, like that's that. That's kind of how it works. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry if you haven't seen Fight Club. Uh... Yeah. 
Spoiler, but in all fairness, it's really old. It's, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's like it's like a spoiling twelve monkeys for you. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> let's not because we haven't got anything to say about this. Doesn't mean we should just start spoiling. <laughs> Sorry, the that, next hour is a spoiling films for people. I think well, it does have to be the next hour, but like I'm, I think any time we don't have much to say about an episode, Matt, you just pick an old film and ruin it. Matt, I've just come up with a new like a new idea for a podcast. What, what we, ju- we, we just do like a 20 minute show every week where we just pick a like we pick a year for like basically we won't do anything from 2010 onwards but from that we just we just we pick, pick a year, year and we ruin every twist <laughs> in the film from that year yeah we pick, we pick all, all, all good ones yeah and we just, just ruin every film yeah okay <laughs> so, so stay tuned for that so that but like that that is a uh, very telling as to how little there was to gain from that episode yeah there wasn't much one guy had droopy's voice yeah that was that was fun maybe that's why the portal got confused and opened up it's like is that droopy <coughs> yeah i mean nah, to be honest droopy. the only one that i think was actually um a character there's timid motorist and maybe the hamburger stand owner hamburger stand owner i think he is a character but i just don't think he's going to come into the scheme of things very i don't much think any of them are because he started a hamburger stand because 10, he couldn't get off the overpass on an intersection yeah because he just couldn't get off it. Which and was, then and then Timid Motorist decided to open a mustard and pickle store right next to him because he couldn't get off it either. Yeah. And at the very end, the guy with the horseless carriage, you know, he, he popped in. Yeah. That now, was, now the, the, the horseless carriage, right? I want to ask this because he's whipping something in front. Does he just have invisible horses? Yeah, I don't, or I really is don't he, know. is he whipping the air in front of the car and the car is getting stressed out as if it does have horses? Because there was no engine. Air, if you whip air... Does it just disappear and the the vacuum left brings your, your car, car forward. forwards? Potentially, I don't know. Well, now, nah, see, I'm, I'm thinking. The car seems stressed out. The car seems stressed out, and I'm thinking of the physics of it. So, if you're whipping the air in front of it, you're creating energy, and that heats the air up. Yeah. So that actually creates Spans. a high pressure system, yeah. which would actually push your car backwards. Maybe that's why you couldn't get up that hill. Maybe you need to stop doing that. Yeah, but but whipping it was still pulling. Yeah, his but car the car forward. was a car still had some level of personality. So, like, I think the car was still trying to go forward. Maybe the car always goes forward, and he's whipping the air in front of it to control the speed. Yeah, but then why does he why does he whip it so much when he's going fast? Because uh, because maybe maybe the car's trying to go faster and faster. Yeah, maybe, maybe he just stopped whipping it for a bit, and yeah. now he's just going fast. Ah! Ah! There you go. Okay, so <laughs> that's how a horseless carriage worked. It was a car that just because it can't can't see where it's going. Yeah, it's, it's always really stressed on. out. It's suddenly uh, it suddenly you know can move of its own volition. Yeah, and that's really the only sensation it has. So it just goes for it. Yeah. So so you've got to keep whipping the air in front of it so that the air expands to slow the car down. Yeah. And you can do it in slight directions to change the direction that the car will go. Yeah. Well, that seems that, that, that's, prob- that's probably how he wound up on that goddamn intersection. We got so much out of that episode. <laughs> I'm surprised that <laughs> happened. But th- but then one of the things we did get out of it was we thought we should just stop talking about it and spoil some films. <laughs> so I still I still I'm not going to put it down as a great success. <laughs> no, I think I think it's probably good to move on to our next section. Yeah, I mean, so so the next episode has some characters in it, but before that, uh, our boy LeBron is in he's in desperate need now. Yeah. I think he needs to learn, learn about cars. It, well, is, do you think that's what we need to tell him this week? Yeah. Oh, let's find out. Let's <laughs> Let, uh, let's let's go let's and talk spoil to the Fight Club from. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> let's go. Let's go and see. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Here's what we've gone with. We chose not to ruin Fight Club for 
We've got to start threatening to ruin films for him. <laughs> in maybe, re- maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I reckon we give it a month and then we start ruining films from <laughs> 2010 and before. Yeah, okay, that, that's our whole move, is it? Uh, so we've gone with, uh, excuse me, King James, have you listened to our podcast yet? What are your thoughts with regards to your biggest fixture of 2020? We'd love to have a chat about our findings. We're trying to help you out here, pal. Hashtag help us help LeBron, hashtag the war of the world, hashtag the queen, hashtag queen, hashtag space jam, hash two. Yep. Done. Done. Tweet. Right, okay, I'm going to hit tweet. I think that's gone pretty well. Tweeted. Okay, so um, the big question of the segment, help us help LeBron, always is... Is what's happening? It's who do we think... All right can help us help LeBron right now. Um, We've had some failings in the past. Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, let's Ellen see DeGeneres. Or, I mean, I've just seen under here, uh-huh. what, about, what about Lin-Manuel Miranda? Like, I reckon I reckon he'd be game. You reckon? Yeah, he's, you know. He's all right. All kinds of stuff. I mean, uh, we'll, we could save Lin. We'll, save, we'll do Ellen DeGeneres this week. We'll do Lin next week. Are we going to remember... I'll remember Lin Manuel. I can't say it, but I can remember. I'll, rem- <laughs> I'll, I'll remember him. Yeah, all right then. You know, I okay, still know Lin Manuel Miranda. Let's let's do Ellen. Uh, okay, uh, let's let's do that then. Uh, well, let's find out yeah, where. Yeah, she- what, what, yeah, what's that? What's I think? Okay. Is it is it at Ellen or at Ellen DeGeneres? I or? reckon uh, if she doesn't have oh, at Ellen at Ellen Ellen, then oh, they're, they're, it's the Ellen show. There we go. Okay, so away, like, we'll work around that. Um, right, what's our approach with Ellen going to be? I don't know. I mean, like, you know, she's quite, you know, she's quite compassionate. She's, you know, oh, very can... influential. Yeah, we uh, could like, like, we we could play a little bit of a sob story. Uh, yeah, I think I don't want to go too. Oh, no, I just want to stress like the the importance, the magnitude and importance of this. We have to at some point just go look. Someone's got to think of the kids. Yeah, I think so. Someone's so, just think... something like that. Won't someone think of the children? Uh, we could open with that. No, I think that's definitely a, a close, isn't it? You think? <laughs> Especially if you can go, won't someone think of the children? Hashtag won't someone think of the children. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, um, hi. Uh, oh, we can't. Do, do we do hi at the Allen Show? No, I think uh, at the Allen Show. Uh, I think uh, let's just get into the, the nitty gritty here. Just right. like. Uh, we've, we've got. Uh, Important information that we think you can help us get to LeBron James. I mean, or is that? Is I don't that, know. I think is, is that too deadpan? The impending Doom. disaster. Oh, in 2020. Now nah, she's going to think we're just lunatics, mate. As you know, the impending disaster in 2020 looms ever close. Does that? Do, do you think that? That spells like and the people and the people who are you know have the power to save us are doing nothing. Uh, oh, d- yeah, I t- type it out. We'll see how it reads. Because <laughs> we'll so, because sometimes you've just got to see this thing written down before you decide if you like it or not. Okay, as you know, come on. The impending disaster in twenty twenty looms ever closer. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, buddy, but um, my things stopped recording. Oh no! I mean, we're still recording. But this stopped recording. Oh, I don't know that's where. That's a terrible shame. Well, we're back in now. I've started recording again. All right. Well. Oh, it stopped again. Oh, memory. Well, let's do this. Memory. <laughs> uh, looms ever closer. <laughs> uh, and the people with the power to stop it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just wondering whether or not she's just going to think that we're just a couple of nut jobs, like. 
text because she's got to get texts like this all the time. Famous people must always get texts like this. No, but ultimately, do you think it'll be the hashtags that really help us out? I just think, you know, I like the, you know, given this because obviously reading that, it's like which of the many awful things that are going to happen. Well, that, that is true. Yeah. About, yeah. And it's going to be one she wasn't expecting. Alien basketball. Basketball aliens, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the power to stop it are doing nothing. Can you... I really think help? Ellen might be the one to respond, you know. Because she's, she's, good, she's a good egg and a snappy dresser. Exactly. Like, you know, I think she's going to really, like, really take note of this. Um, and, oh, we could get we could get on the Ellen show. I mean, uh, like... I, How awesome it's good would to that ha- be? It's good to have great, go- good to have lofty goals. We've got uniforms. We've got, we've got threads. Can you, can you imagine, you imagine that, mate? If like, I don't know, next can you week. hashtag help us help LeBron? Just get it in there, right? In saving the world from basketball aliens. Yeah, I mean, from basketball aliens. A- aliens. Yeah, I just realised we didn't. Are you going to capitalise aliens? Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, I've just realised we didn't put the link to our podcast in the latest LeBron one, but he's got it. He's got times. it so many times. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, uh, I think he should get a tattoo done himself. Get bit.ly up so we can uh, get a good link. Um, I'm going to... We need, press, to, we need to start remembering to do this before bit. we're recording because that's... Nah. It's not It's not great radio. Not great radio. What are you on about? This is the best radio. <laughs> the best radio. That's... Okay, you go, buddy. Go. Lovely. You got that? Just want to say, last Wait. week... There you go. Four total clicks. Now ten total clicks. Poor mate, that's that's some jump. That hit home last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, maybe maybe that was LeBron. Basketball aliens. By pointing him to our, oh, we haven't got many characters left. No. By pointing him our way. And then bloop, put that link in. Okay, we we've got some hashtag here. We got we got some hashtag real estate. There's a hashtag for you. Yeah, but I also want to thank her in advance. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. Okay, well, do that and see what we've got. Thank you. I think uh, we'll, we'll keep it there. It's a jolly, it's jolly looking thank you. Hashtag real estate? I mean, I don't know. It, the things I reckon the hashtags for I'm this are going to be important. I'm tempted to stick with uh, the War of the Worlds. Yeah, but we've already done that. Oh, on it's, only tra- it's only trending in the United Kingdom as well. Yeah, like I, like, I think we need to put hashtags in that are going to catch her eye. Yeah. Like, hashtag think of the children. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, hashtag, that's that's, that's going to be too long. Uh, think of the kids. The, <laughs> that that kind of... It, it brings too much levity. Well, let's... let's brevity. Try levity? And, I don't know. Brevity? Brevity to Is the that situation? What you're say? Yeah, but... Think of the kids, mate. Think of the kids. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking, it, you know, makes it sound too fun. Yeah. Okay, so for fun, that's levity. Levity, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying it was just truncating the won't someone think of the children too much and it sounded a bit curt. Right, yeah, no, I was just trying to get the right word. Uh, right, <laughs> thank you. Hashtag ba- banana. Everyone likes bananas. Protein, <laughs> hashtag protein. Hashtag- That's trending. <laughs> I right don't know. Now. Uh, think, of the, think of the kids. Oh, oh. bloody hell, one letter. Um, oh, you could do... Um, oh... No, because two K twenty is just as long. That's the trouble. Ah, ah. that's the trouble. Uh, can you can can you shorten impending? Oh wait, no. For some reason, uh-huh. uh huh. I've got a co- I've got a comma in there. I must have changed the sentence around. It doesn't need to be there. Boom. Right now, is that is that a thing? Think of the kids. Yeah. 
Ah, it's fine. Tweet? Tweet it. Done. No, it's not. Done. Beautiful. We've just tweeted Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, let's let's just tweet Ellen DeGeneres. She'll sort it out. She, you know, I hope so. She's a helpful soul. We've been getting we've been getting all of the big tweets out, and she appreciates you know when other people are starting these movements to just really focus on on changing the world. Yeah, and I think I think we can. Well, we're not only going to change it; we're going to save it. I think with the help of Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Uh, Griffin McElroy. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump and uh, some guy who pretends to be Michael Jordan on Twitter. I think we're... we're, we're and like, LeBron. And LeBron, hopefully. Like, hopefully he gets on board. But, like, that's really the whole aim of the thing. So yeah. I think we can get this done. We can get this done. I reckon we can. We, we can save the world. Because yeah. we are heroes. But, like, our good investigative journalism podcast has all the information he needs. Let's... Put some more stuff in the archives. Let's do it. Hold up, I ain't trying to stump, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay, let's get in. Some recognizable characters. Yeah. There's some, there's some people worth looking at. I'm going to list them in a different order to on there. Because we have Bugs. Yeah. We have Yosemite Sam. Classic. So far, so normal. Yeah. We have another, you know... Minister. Right. There we go. Like, that's the character. Yeah. But the big one here, because we have always seen this character with uh, mm. a specific set of other characters. Yeah. It's Granny. Yeah, this, this is going to be an odd one. It's Bugs, Yosemite, and Granny. Yeah. Maybe we're finally going to rope Bugs into the whole Tweety situation. Yeah, and, and Yosemite as well. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Emma Webster. Yeah, Granny's name, Emma Webster. There's there a revelation. Well, I mean, that's good. And also, uh, inherited $50 million. Yeah, so she's got a lot of money from her husband, it would seem. Now, I don't know how long ago her husband died, whether or not it's been her husband for a long time, or whether or not Tweety has put her into a position where she can marry somebody rich and then has the husband offed so that she inherits all this money yeah. to help fund the massive uh, island of tubes. It does uh, very much uh, give us why uh, this particular granny is the granny Tweety's gone for, though. Yeah, and because she's the sexiest. Oh, I, I was going to say because she had $50 million. Right, okay. Uh, I thought I thought it was just the sexy one because she could get in with all of the rich old men and then do yeah, like I mean, cash. It, it depends how long we think Tweety's been like involved with, yeah. with Granny. Because remember, like she has to be a Granny. She yes, has to be yeah, that yeah, level yeah. before Tweety has the power to take, to, over. To take her in, in thrall. Yeah, but she's been Granny for quite a while. That's true. She was granny... 1937. Least, yeah, like, she's been she's been granny for at least 15, 16 years. Yeah. Because um, she was granny when she was working swing shifts at Lockheed. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, so, Yosemite Sam sees that this widower has uh, inherited $50 million. Yeah. Uh, Bugs and decides he's going to go and marry her. Uh, Obviously. Bugs sees this and goes, no, nah, we can't be having that. So, his, his solution is to pretend to be French and pretend to be another suitor. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, the first half very much plays out in that framework as a sort of yeah. bugs Yosemite number, just like just getting him smashed up by, well, in this situation, a bus. Yeah. Then he starts pretending to be granny and sort of just 
swapping out with her all the time. Just to hit him with a hammer. Just to hit him with a hammer. And, you know, that's that's all really normal Bugs Yosemite yeah. stuff as well. It's, yeah, I mean, we the format ch- for Bugs is just is still just the same as he always does with Yosemite Sam. So yeah. I don't think he's there with knowledge that this is something of major no, relevance. No, I no. Don't th- so I don't think Bugs is... I think he might now be in the good tweety situation because he's au fait with Granny. But Yeah, but do you reckon he recognised that Granny that there was anything wrong with Granny or do you think he just thinks she's some helpless, like, well, I don't rich think old lady? Necessarily at this moment in time, Granny was under the influence of Tweety. I don't think so, no. But what I do think is that at this point, we know that Bugs... Uh, knows he needs to assemble an elite sports team to play uh, aliens. I think he's settled on basketball now. I think he's yeah. he's put the baseball chance aside. I think so. Um, do you know what costs uh, millions of dollars? Basketballs. Basketball players. Right, yeah, no, basketball players. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, So I think he might stick around in the granny situation uh, really to just try and get that backing because... So you think she could be like a silent partner? Yeah, because you know he's he's going for the he's going for the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan. Exactly, and it's expensive. He's an expensive guy, by all accounts. Yeah, so I I, I wonder if that's Bugs. Like, it's not his reasoning for being there in the first place, but it'll be his reason for remaining involved in the Tweety situation. Yeah, no, I can see that. That makes sense. So it's good to get Bugs in. Yes. Good to be. So probably good to find out who uh, Emma's husband was. Yeah, I don't think we're going to find that out. Yeah, but I mean, we, we let's don't know. try and get a copy of the newspaper. What we need really is more, um, more episodes where Granny's outside of the uh, Tweety Sylvester Hector sort of circle. Yeah, uh, where, where we get to see like kind of unfazed Granny. But yeah, it gives us another thing to look out for, and it's it's good to finally get get those uh, two disparate sort of storylines overlapping. Minister didn't play much of a part though. Minister just a voice didn't even get on, sc- didn't didn't even get yeah. on screen. Weird. But then, I'd put him down as narrator. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, I don't think that would be fair. He's he's ordained narrator. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know it wasn't revelatory, but it's good to have those starting to in the tie same things place. together. Really, isn't it? We're yeah. bringing two ends of a string, and we're going to tie them in a knot. Yeah. So I think the biggest things from this week then is that those people are in the same place. Yeah. And know each other now. So finally, our two major circles are together in the yep. Venn diagram that is the Tooniverse. Uh, then we have uh, coconuts. They're a creature. Coconuts are a creature. Coconuts yep. are a creature and not <clears throat> listed. We'll sort that out in yep. the week. Um, and I don't know. Humans are more excited about motoring than, than animals are. They've, they've yeah. got, sort of gotten that, over it. But I think that's but kind that made, of it. That makes sense. It wasn't a super revelatory episode. No. But it was an entertaining I mean, episode. Apart from finding out that Granny's name is actually Emma Webster. Yeah, I mean, it's not revelatory, but it, I think it's just, it, it's a step in the right direction. And yeah. It's like, although the step is small, like, it's one we really need it. Oh, definitely. So, uh, it, it's, it's, it's got us on track. Just hoping that next week brings some big things. Yeah, it's been a bit of a, it's been a, bit of a weird couple of weeks, but we can hope. But yeah. my favourite thing this week uh, is the coconut situation. Yeah, yeah the coconut was brilliant. Uh, I didn't think I'd be saying that at the start of the episode. No. Um, and so, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. And obviously, that song is Coconut by Harry Nilsson. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Because it's great. Uh, so, uh, as ever, thanks for listening. Uh, it's good to know we're not 
going through all this alone. Yeah. Uh, if you have any theories or queries, you can find us at TSJ Community on Twitter and Facebook. The old Twitter. Uh, or just email us at thespacejamcontinuum at gmail.com. Nailed it. Boom! <laughs> it's only taken. Social. It's only taken two years. Wow. Um, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, have a good one. We'll see you all next week, and uh, enjoy Harry Nilsson singing Coconut. Yeah.